With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Disney Plus officially launches today. Y'all, y'all, y'all got Disney Plus? I was about to ask my Twitter and Instagram followers, hey, if y'all want to share y'all Disney Plus password, <laughs> go and slide rookie. it to me. Cheap as ever. Go and slide it to oh. me. Well, I got Disney Plus and he ain't getting my password. What's up, everybody? We're back here. Episode 10, we hit double digits. Season 2, double coverage with the McCourty Twins. Special guest, but before we get to that, let's just get the normal stuff out of the way. As you guys know, you can find us on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. Mama, we made it! Yep, thank you. <laughs> Whatever your special podcast listening things are, all you have to do is search double coverage with the McCourty Twins. In addition, we're on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that stuff, at McCourty Twins. Quick shout-out to our partners here at Double Coverage, Boston Medical Center, Embrace Kids. We've all come together to Tackle Sickle Cell. Uh, To learn more, just visit TackleSickleCell.org. And also our friends over at Norma Tech, who are helping athletes recover each and every day, helping them to push by boundaries, exceed their goals, recover faster, increase circulation, and conquer sore muscles. And you can do all of that with Normatech, the ultimate recovery for today's athletes. If you want to learn more about that, just visit uh, normatechrecovery.com and get all your information. And Dev today is sporting the Normatech. Yeah, me up. The nice Normatech tee. So. <laughs> it's one of those uh, those real, like, soft cotton T-shirts that feel good when you put it on. So it's mm-hmm. going to help your chest recover, too? You never know. It's pretty It's pretty nice, man. <laughs> we, got, we got our first rookie on the show here, Jawan Williams, coming straight out of Nashville via Vanderbilt. J-Mac th- thinks he's from Nashville because he spent eight years, so... They had a connection as soon as Jawan got here. They talk about the places in Nashville. I knew the exact high school he went to, man. That's I used to I'm work saying. out over there. All, I mean, it's cute. It's cute. My guy, we got, <laughs> we're going to welcome him to the show with a special uh, T-shirt. He, survived, he has to do this, though. Survive Dev's basement on double coverage. <laughs> See right there. Appreciate so, that. Welcome Appreciate to the show, that. man. Much love. Much love. Man, let's get right into it, man. What we got going on? Yeah, around and here? whenever you feel like it, jump in, give your opinion. We're going to start off. No doubt, no uh, doubt. Jawan's young in the game, so he doesn't know about this life of the NFL. But you get towards the end of the season, teams start to make decisions for the future, especially if the season isn't going the way they want. The Buccaneers have waived former first-round pick Vernon Hargraves, and Cincinnati also waived Preston Brown after just signing him to a three-year $16.5 million contract. Vernon Hargraves was the number 11 pick of the draft in 2016. And he's played good football over there in Tampa. It's crazy. He's That's made crazy. some play. He made some plays this season. For sure. He had a. Didn't he have like a pick six? He had like a pick six this season. Yep. Pick and six. Around like thirty tackles or something like that. Yeah. And, I mean, he started every game for him. Yeah. So. But that's why I said it. it's one of those things where they said he was released because he had he had poor effort in the game Sunday and he got benched because of it. And I think you know you got a new coach Bruce Arians in yeah. there. Mm-hmm. It's all about commentary about him early when he got there. But uh, Preston Brown signed a three-year, sixteen and a half million. Was that dollar. this offseason or last? This offseason. Yeah, yeah. He, got, he got a nice guarantee out of that. Yeah, thing. how much was that guarantee? I think he, I think he's already made six million this year. Huh? Somebody else, whoever picks him up, double dip, baby. Pay the, <laughs> the remainder. I think it's like his whatever. If they pick him up on waivers, the remainder of his contract, I think, is only four hundred k left. So somebody's getting a starting quality. He started 
the first eight games for Cincinnati. Didn't start this past game. Came off the bench. But, hey, for those guys, you're in a bad situation where your team's not winning. Maybe you get picked up by Maybe you get a smaller <laughs> role, on, a role on a better team. But, hey, maybe next thing you know, they'll be marching on in the playoffs. Shoot, he might be happy, though, to not start last week. I mean, kind yeah. of the writing was on the wall. Life mm. comes at you fast, as they say. Yeah. MVP race heating up. Russ, is, is, he, is he the front runner? MVP? I mean, I don't really know. You could say he is. I mean, Lamar Jackson had a spin move on two guys last week that he said he kind of envisioned on Saturday. So he pulled it out in the game. Um, I don't know, but it seems like each week. He said he envisioned that on He said something about it happening in a walkthrough or something. Yeah, he said something about he doing it. He did it in a slow motion. Yeah. yeah. So he pulled it out. He's special, man. He pulled it out live. So, I mean, to me right now, it could go either or. But I think it's awesome to see. I don't know if you caught it, but Shannon Sharp was talking about the MVP race, and he had Russ, Lamar Jackson, Mahomes. Christian McCaffrey, Mahomes, and Deshaun Watson. Mm. And he was like, when was the last time we seen uh, four black candidates, four black quarterbacks, and a white running back in the MVP <laughs> race? <laughs> so the culture different. is changing in the NFL. We got <laughs> diversity across the board. Right here, the home team, Boston Celtics, currently with the best record in the NBA sitting at eight and one. This is what we we said this though. When they got when they got when Kyrie left and they got Kimball Walker, was just like, yo, I'm interested to see if this team actually is a better team with Kimba. Now Tatum takes on more of a role. Jalen Brown takes on Marcus Smart is back. You know what I mean? And before Gordon Hayward just fractured his hand, I mean he looks like the Mm. old Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Who's your team in the NBA? Uh, for you, me, like Memphis Grizzlies. Nah, no, no, no. But I mean, like I'm always showing support because I mean they're a hometown, they're a hometown team. But I'm a LeBron fan, so oh. wherever LeBron go, I go. I know, That's I know not how it go is. well. That's not <laughs> a good way to start your career in the New England area. But I will tell you, when LeBron comes to TD Garden, it's usually legendary. Yeah, I know. It's I've gotten to see some pretty good games. I've gotten to see where he had 50 there. Nah, we were at the game that. when he I'll dunked on Jason. I'll never forget when he dunked on Jason Terry, boy. I was sitting there <laughs> pretending like I was rooting for the Celtics, but when he made that dunk, that's because you got me the ticket. So, you know, I'm loyal to, to where I'm sitting. But when he dunked that thing on him, woo, that was crazy. Dad, what you, what, you, what you had going on for the bye week? What would you do? Get out of town, stay here? New York City, baby. Big, big life. Streets at street lights everywhere. I mean, I did it big. You know, I went uh, Big Apple Circus, Trolls Experience, Gazillion Bubble Show. Those were the three highlights oh, of so my. You, of you my. sound like you had the whole family there, huh? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> but we did have one adult night out. One adult night out. Went to catch New York. So uh, that was a fun time. But. Uh, other than that, I was down there getting treatment in New York and, and trying to get the body right. You don't know about that yet. That's yeah, that's no, when I'm old age sets in. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just still in our go. regular training room right now. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't on that level yet. How was the weather out there though? It wasn't too bad. bad. It was, was I think, it? a day, a day maybe where it was really cold, yeah. and the other days was cool. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, mid fifties. Yeah, you went back to Nashville for I a while. I went back week? to Nashville. Yeah, okay. yeah. Do you so, call it Nash Vegas? No, nobody calls it Nash Vegas. I'm just. Did you? Did you? Vanderbilt played, didn't they? Yeah, they played Florida though. They played at Florida. Luckily, it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. It wasn't home because Cause I saw the score and I thought of you. I, I didn't okay. know where the game was, but I was like, <laughs> Oh, I asked him. I asked him when we got if back. It was Monday. at home. I was like, Dang, I wonder if Juan went to the game. And I a, saw the score. I was like, I hope not. Yeah, no, I was definitely. It was definitely a tough game for the boys, but I mean, I feel like you know, no matter what, I got support for them. No matter when, lose or draw. You know, I feel like they're going to bounce back. Anchor down, baby. Yeah, you already know what it is. Definitely more losing <laughs> than anything. But what, So what did you do during the bye week? So, I mean, I just went home, saw family, uh, just mainly caught, caught up with family. 
There was a lot of people trying to pull me left and right just to see me. But <laughs> I mean, I just tried to I just tried to keep it all in the family, stay there with them. And uh, I had a lot of fun. Um, I had to go. I definitely had to go play ball with my little niece. Okay. She a little. She trying to be my my brother's trying to mold her into a little prodigy. <laughs> I don't know if y'all I don't know if y'all saw that, but if you go on Jawan's Instagram, he had on his story where he's out here. How old is your niece? Four. Four years old. <laughs> he's out here every time she shoots. He's blocking it. He's dunking on her. Just no mercy. See, but the thing is, the thing is, I know for me, and I'm gonna be the same way with my kids. I know for me, that's gonna come a day where I can't beat them anymore. <laughs> and so I'm gonna beat them as much as I can while they're young. And so when my body gets old and they get they get at this age where they can just win everything, I'll still be like, you know what? I already beat you a hundred times already. So this is your first win. You gotta respect it. He's thinking ahead. He's thinking ahead. Is that not Patriot material right there? You're right. Planning about for that. the future. <laughs> What's it like coming off a of bye week? Obviously, we lost before the bye week, kind of similar to last year. Went out to Tennessee, got beat up on, went into the bye week. What's it take to come back off this bye week and get back on a roll? I think it's all about just going out there and having a good week of practice, executing. Um, it felt good to get back out there Monday. You kind of got to knock off the rust of, you know, just not playing football for a couple of days. Um, but I think it's a, it's a mindset. You know, I think you can't be trapped in if we would have won or lost before the bye week. It's about moving on to the next opponent. So um, it's something we always talk about, and I know all the hype around this game will be, you know, the the Super Bowl. Do you feel like he won? For you, a guy that played in that game, like, is that something that's relevant or worth? Because I know the media will bring it up, you'll get asked. Like, is there any thought process of just, like, oh, we played this team in the Super Bowl two years ago? No, I think it's all about, like, you remember that you played this team because of the guys that it's going to be relevant to. Like, we didn't play Carson Wentz, but we played against Ertz. We played against Alshon Jeffrey. You know, but, I mean, we played against some of the line, Lane Johnson and all those guys. But, like, when you start to think about it, you know, Nelson Aguilar, but there's going to be guys out there that we didn't play against, Jordan Howard, Sanders, uh, Goddard. There's a bunch of guys that we didn't play against. So um, each time you play a team, it's just new. And I've been already asked about it for the game, you know, with the Super Bowl. To me, it has no relevance because whether you win or lose a Super Bowl, you still have to move on to the next mm -hmm. season. So, like, you don't hold feelings if you lost a Super Bowl. Same way you don't go into the next season like, man, you can't stop us. We won the Super Bowl. Like, like no, no one cares, cares yeah. you know. So, uh, I'm excited, though. We're going to go on the road, another tough challenge. Um, I think that's what, you know, I think that's where you really see what our team's about, you know. It's different coming off the bye and being at home in a big game with your crowd. True. Like, we got to go back on the road and play another tough team. Um, and Philly has known to be a really good team towards the end of the year when they get better. So. Yeah, and Philadelphia itself is known to be one of those cities where they're not very welcoming. Keep your helmet uh, on. To the way <laughs> to never know. But now, you know, we're going to get a lot of boos and middle fingers. Do you guys in. have a preference of, like, the time of the game? Like, this is that 4.30 start, the midday game. Do you guys care if it's night game, 1 o'clock, 4.30? Does it make a difference? I mean, young buck? I mean, for me, like, I mean, I'm not playing, I'm not playing that much. So, I mean, like, I really don't care. Whenever they say yeah, kick off, they say kick off, I'm just ready to cheer y'all boys on, you know? <laughs> but, I mean, um, but I mean, definitely, I mean, we had that 11 o'clock game at home, and we got time to go home and chill and yeah. relax and watch more football for the rest of the day. Like, that, for me, that was, that was definitely dope. Just yeah. because, of, like, I got more time to go home, chill, and just watch Sunday night football. Ain't nothing like them 1 o'clock. They're, they're, they're special. And we're yeah. right in Philly, quick flight. I wish it was a 1 p.m. We'd be back here about 9 o'clock. Like he said, sometimes we head up, grab a burger or something, watch some football, yeah. 
But I mean, we'll do four thirty. I'd rather four thirty than seven thirty. Oh, yeah. eight thirty. Getting the home. Getting home at getting home at three a.m. is not yeah. fun. And then when you get home, for me, I get home at that late. I got to put the garbage out. <laughs> no, that was a Monday night game. I got to put the garbage. out. I remember. Night. I had to do it too. Monday night. Speaking of Monday nights, Monday night game last night. Russell Wilson. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo oh, goes down game. to the wire. Kickers game. missing kicks. Kickers making kicks. What I enjoyed last night was crucial parts of the game for Seattle. They threw my guy, JG, in the game, Josh Gordon, <laughs> a critical, two critical third downs in the fourth quarter, splitting them out there, Russ throwing the ball to him, one on a slant on the left side, then came back kind of on the in route on the right side mm-hmm. and coming up with big catches. So that was fun to watch. Um, well, you can't just mention JG, not mention my man Jacob Hollister went out there yeah, and was balling. Like, one, hand, one hand touchdown catch. And was like, I mean, a good amount of like a security blanket for Russell Wilson. And what, so. was, what was like the craziest part was like uh, the stat I saw was like his first like 46 games or something like that, mm-hmm. zero touchdowns. And then the past two games, like three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. He was here. Dude, so. <laughs> fellow twin. Yeah. And it's cool to see, I think, um, because for all of us, you know, that play with him, we know, like, that's possible. Like, we saw what he was able to do in practice and everything. So, to see him be able to do that, it was awesome to watch Monday night. Kicker in the game, Robbie Gould gets hurt in practice. They signed Chase McLaughlin. I don't know how to say it. But as a player, do you get pissed, like, when a kicker misses a kick? In that situation, obviously, he's a rookie, undrafted, comes up big, makes a game-tying kick. But then comes back with a chance to win again. And, I mean, when you say shank, he kicked that thing all the way into the tunnel. Like, are you pissed after the game? I remember seeing in Cincinnati once um, Pac-Man snapped on the kicker after the game when he missed uh, a game, uh, a chance to win the game. They end up losing. He missed the kick. Is it that moment? In a, and this is college, yeah. high school. Do you come in and just like, what the are you – or is it just like, hey, it happens, blah, blah, blah? I think if you do that, if a guy misses a tackle and you're going to scream at it or a guy drops a ball, or if you do that anyway, then, yeah, go scream at a kicker. But to me, if you watch a game and you're not, you don't get mad at each time a guy misses a tackle, mm-hmm. misses a block, like you – I mean, I wouldn't say, yeah, let's go scream at the kicker because he missed the kick. Yeah, we know that's obvious. He missed, but, like, there's a lot of plays that lead up to that. So, yeah. um, and I think at the end of the day, like, you were all teammates. Like, that guy doesn't go out there and want to miss the kick. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. And if you can't kick, what you going to talk about it for? <laughs> I mean, what are we but, talking about? But different. A guy gives up a game-winning uh, catch, and they end up losing the game. You don't often see that corner, that safety, that linebacker release. A kicker go out there and miss a kick in a crucial part of the game. It's kind of different standards. When we're paying yeah. you to kick, we they want do, like this is get released. You know, true, this, it's just that's that's our league. Um, I hope you guys saw it. Drake on stage, music festival, Camp Flognock, uh, <laughs> Carnival in Los Angeles. This is weak. That's- I was surprised to see this because I'm thinking like maybe I'm just old now. But when did Drake become That's unpopular? What, if like, Drake, if Drake surprise came to a concert that I wasn't expecting to be at, I would go crazy. You going I, nuts? I really I'm like. Was, I'm. I really was like. I felt bad just watching the video. I didn't even want to watch the full thing just because <laughs> of like I would have been going crazy. Allegedly, they like, were expecting Frank Ocean. I think they said, and um. Drake is there, and he says, I'm here for you. And he asks the crowd, do you want me to continue? And you can clearly hear somebody yell out, no! (laughs) And he dropped the mic and was like, one love, I'm out. So, 2019, the crowd rather hear Frank Ocean than Drake? I guess so. 
It's the crowd. That's that's just a different crowd. They, right they came to hear R smooth R and B, Frank Ocean. But at the same time, if I'm the if I'm whoever set this concert up, I done paid you to perform. Uh, whether they boo you or they cheer you, I'm gonna need you to stay on that stage and do your set. No, I'm not doing my set with them. Uh, he, that's get, Drake, bro. My question is, do we still get paid like the full amount, even though he didn't if, finish? If I'm the one negotiating, we're gonna have to. Uh, what the set was supposed to be. What, an hour? You did 30 minutes? You get half the price. Like, it matters, though. Drake probably got some nice contracts now. That's he the thing, though. He ain't no, Drake, he no rookie ain't no, out this here. Ain't no regular, this ain't no <laughs> yeah, regular ain't, contract. Ain't no probably. He definitely, he definitely probably has He some. probably was like, hey, one love. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm still getting Y'all paid. still gave me a million dollars to show up. <laughs> Disney Plus officially launches today. Y'all, y'all, y'all got Disney Plus? Y'all See, I was... I was, I saw, I was reading about it today, and I was about to ask my Twitter and Instagram followers, hey, if y'all want to share y'all Disney Plus password, <laughs> go and True slot rookie. it to me. Cheap as ever. Go and slot it to oh. me. Well, I got Disney Plus, and he ain't getting my password. Hey, I've been on Disney Plus months ago. They had a, a promotion, and um, I think it was two. You've been a member, but it, it just launched. Yeah, you know what I mean? I've been a member. But you don't know if I had, I might have had early access to be able to review the app. You didn't. Okay, but. Either way, $6.99 a month. I don't know if it's worth it. But being that it crashed today and Disney uh, let out a press release apologizing, they're not off to a, a great start. But favorite Disney Pixar movie or even Marvel? Um, Lion King. <laughs> My answer, too, is Lion King. I would definitely say also, though, Joker is, Joker is slowly becoming one of my favorite movies. I saw it. For some reason, I've saw it at the movie theater four times already. Four? Yeah, and then I even I even had to go back we and watch. Get, like, we got to get this guy something to do. Nah, he ain't got no kids. Why not? Why not go see a movie four times? I don't got no kids, no wife. I don't got nothing to do. I ain't. I watch movies free, so I mean, it's, <laughs> why not go see it four you times? You might as well just go do it. <laughs> For me, I'm going more. I'm gonna go more current. I'm gonna say the current ones that are dope. I can't wait for Frozen Two to come out. Frozen One was elite. <laughs> Um, oh I like the grown man with kids. You yeah. know what I mean? Frozen. <laughs> I mean, Frozen's a good movie, but we talking about favorite. You go I'm a, Frozen. Yeah, I'm a, Frozen. I, I, I love. I'll say I love the Iron Man movies. Those right, are always. Cool. We could work good, with those. Are good, always. But dope. you can't come in here talking about Anna Frozen. and Elsa, bro. Moana is really good too. Moana, Moana, was, good. Moana was good. Dope. Moana. <laughs> make way, make way. We actually have a member of. The movie Moana on our team, demigod Danny Shelton. He is he is the <laughs> he living, is Maui. breathing Maui. Yeah. I call him a demigod all the time. Yeah, That's for sure. <sighs> another week, um, another Antonio Brown story. He uh, goes off <laughs> oh, via Instagram. Nice little rant on Instagram too. Yeah. I mean, for anybody that follows him, they got a you know it was kind of all over. You know, retweets everywhere. Uh, kind of like must see Twitter, I guess they should call it. Um, you got oh you got it right blank there. Blank the NFL. I'm going down another path. No more making money off my blood and sweat. No more control of my name and body. Clear my name. I'm done with it. So you fantasy, you fantasy can let it go. Then it's the uh, emoji of the two glasses. Cheers. There you go. You just said what he said. You fantasy owners can let it go. Yeah, that's including frozen. you. And you said frozen. What's frozen got? Um, let it go. The song. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> hey man, you tied that together pretty deep. I know that was I'm that, good yeah, at what I do. That man. was good. I'm just that saying. Tired? Are you tired of seeing these rants? He later apologized. I mean, the guy's frustrated. I mean, mm. you talk about. That's not what I asked you. Are you tired? I'll answer. Yes, we are tired of seeing these rants. We don't want to see them anymore. 
But these rants will probably go away. Can we do the man's investigation and figure out, is he going to be suspended? Is he not going to be suspended? Well, now they say, well, now, opportunity well, now they say, then now they say there is no chance he won't play again this year, which like, when you think about this, he's, but that's he's, what I'm saying, and, but make a decision. So he got a, what, a seven game suspension. He came out the same year as you, right? Yeah. So this is his 10th year. This guy is an elite, elite football player. When he goes back in 10, 20 years from now, you think back, he played one game this season. No matter where his stats finish his career-wise, like, yeah. whether, I don't know whether he'll be Hall of Fame or not and, and well, all of that. He'll be a Hall of Famer. But I'm just saying, he's in that type of – You think of, he'll be a Hall of Famer with, the, with what's going on right now off the field? Yeah, I mean, as, he has to play again. Yeah. But I, I think because yeah. of his talent he level, he will play again. But it's just so crazy that now when you think back, you'll think about his – Tenth year in the league. Well, ninth year in the league was last year. Yeah. No, this year. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is tenth year in the league. He's only gonna play one game. The hit. Did he get a credit this season? I don't even know how that works. I guess so though, because he was active on Oakland's roster. It just wasn't. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like he was on any type of list. Yeah, you're right. He just wasn't playing. But that's what I mean. Like this isn't a th no. But he came to us week one. Oh, yeah, he right. did. Don't and he played week game, two. Three games for a credit season. He played week two and got released. Oh, that'll be interesting. But he's but he's a the vested vet. Yeah. So yeah. they made open, open day, day roster. roster. Yeah. That's interesting. We I gotta, gotta look that up. We got our friends up at the NFLPA. But How I much? mean, this season will end. This is a, a consistent thousand yard receiver. He will be missing a thousand yards on wherever his career yardage ends, and he's a, almost a one hundred reception guy. Like it's just incredible. And at one point in his tenth year, he was on the team with Tom Brady. So. He was probably going to get over a thousand like, yards in many people's minds. Where, where he would have ended up, you know what I mean? My question: How much money did he lose? Like he he said something around like forty million. That would make any. I feel like that would make anybody <laughs> mad. You lose at forty million. You oh, be on there with the Twitter rants too. Man, facts. No, no matter how much you <laughs> make, he has, a right. great chance to get that some of that money back in grievances. But like you said. It's a lot different when you get the direct deposit of your yeah. money, and now they're telling you you and your legal team got to go file a grievance to get your money. I mean, I wish you're not always sure it's gonna come. Speaking of money, Trent Williams was placed on a uh, NFL I list, and that that negates Washington yeah, from NFL having to list. pay him. They, the, I think salary, they got right? out of getting out. Like, I think it's between five to six million dollars of yeah. paying him. Um, it was similar to Russell Kung got put on NFI yeah. and then they renegotiated his contract to kind of make up for the wages yeah. that he lost. Um, hopefully they just released the man or they trade so him. So can go play football like, elsewhere. They're ruining yeah. this dude's career because, yeah. you know what I mean, like we talked about last week, he's mad about the medical situation. Now they NFI him. Does he deserve to be NFI? I don't know, but they want him to play. He doesn't want to play for him. Terrible situation. We could give Washington uh, lost a weekend probably since – Week one, um, but we won't. But I mean, this is ridiculous. Like, this is, you know, I mean, I hate to see this. Like, we just talked about also 10th year in the NFL. He's been in like six or seven Pro Bowls. Yeah. yeah. Like, one he of the best left tackle. tackles yeah. in the league, and he's missing a season. Ridiculous. I don't know if you saw this, but Kalen Bennett became the first player with autism to score a basket in a, a, a D1. At Kent State, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw uh, the golden flash. Hit it with the jump hook. I've seen that. The golden flash. I think it was yeah. a lefty jump hook, too. I mean, I'm not sure. But that's 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 pretty dope. I saw yeah. Jules. Julian had uh, posted it on social media, and I went on and read about that. So pretty I think it's cool awesome, idea. too, because the stigma around autism, you know, as it became, you know, more popular that people are understanding it, was like once you have autism, you can't do certain mm -hmm. things. So I think it is awesome to see him do that. Um, as we know, Deron Harmon does a lot with autism. It affects his family. 
Um, so to see this, you know, I think is a bright future uh, for different kids that get diagnosed with autism that, you know, no matter what, they can do some great things. Um, we met a guy, uh, I met a kid at Steve, at the Burton's training yes, village. Yes, Elite piano player. Like, Doing so many things. He, he's a part of software and everything. He's just a really smart kid. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, he was diagnosed with autism. So, you know, sky's the limit, yeah, no matter sure. what challenges they say are in front of you. Speaking of challenges, I mean, we got a, a young guy here, a rookie, first year in his league. Um, oh, yeah, let's give him some props, man. He was all <laughs> over the Twitter world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Financial literacy, talking about saving, what is it, 90%? Nine, yep. Man, save 90%. Yep. So what goes Rob into Rob Gronkowski that? saved 100%, just so you know. See, he had that endorsement money. I'm on defense. <laughs> uh, look, I don't, I don't got that money yet. Where you did know. this train of thought come from for you? And like, what yeah. goes into, how do you go yeah. about doing that, being able to save that, that no amount doubt. of money? I feel like it all started when I was young. First mm -hmm. off, just for me uh, and how I grew up, I grew up in the projects of Nashville all the way up until, I mean, now that I, I was able to move my mom out. But I mean, um, at the end of the day, like, we always grew up broke. We always grew up uh, with government help, government assistance. So whenever I would get some money and I knew that my mom could never pay for the stuff that I wanted, I would just save my, I'll save mm. my money. I'll always save my money where my mom would give us five, me and my brother $5 to go to McDonald's. Like she, my brother would spend all five. <laughs> I'll spend like $1 and pocket the rest. <laughs> and it, it started there. And then once I got into high school, I went to a private Catholic high school, which was a complete culture shock of what mm. I went home to. Um, they had a financial literacy class. Um, and I just remember he started talking about mutual funds on the first day. And I just raised my hand and I was like, so you're telling me we can make money just by like sitting on it? Mm -hmm. And he was like, basically, yeah. And I was like, sign me up. And then <laughs> that's when I fell in love with it. That's when I fell in love with it right there. And I, I mean, I kind of, whenever I'll go home and talk to my mom about it or talk to my friends about it at home, it was a whole different outlook from mm -hmm. when I would listen to my friends about it. And at this private school, mm -hmm. my friends in private school, they have mutual funds set up. My, mm -hmm. One of my friends, oh, yeah, my mom set me up a mutual fund when I was eight. Like, I mean, for me, and then when I would go home, none of my homies knew what this was about. My mom knew nothing about it. And she just, I mean, it was hard for her to save money anyways, living yeah, paycheck sure. to paycheck. So for me, it kind of started as, all right, I want to I wanna help kids, like, early on learn about, build great saving habits, mm. and then also teach, like, teach them once they get to a certain age about investing your money and creating that generational wealth to change your whole family. So that's something that that's something that I became passionate about once I hit high school and I was kind of learned about the whole the whole aspect of just saving money and investing. Man, that's dope. Man. I credit you to be a young guy and realize that and just to hear your story and kind of what inspires you. I think that's we need more stories like that. I'm I'm happy that you're open enough to talk about it. You know yeah, what I mean? And that. I think it's awesome because I think a lot of times like people don't talk about these stories. Like if you went and you spent 90% of your contract money. It'd be all it'd over. Be everywhere. Be you know, Jawan yeah. Williams, second round pick, drafted at blah, 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 signing bonus of X, Y, Z, made, and they'd be like, and he spent 90%. But then you go in there and you talk about saving 90%, you talk about financial literacy and what you learn, and, like, you might see three or four articles on it. So, yeah. uh, like Jay said, definitely commend you on that. And it's interesting because I've been reading the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, where – the guy talks about financial literacy and how school doesn't really teach yeah. that um, and in a lot of different areas. And so. that's the biggest thing. A lot of different, I mean, a lot of different uh, education systems, a lot of di in different states, you know, um, there's no requirement for mm -hmm. like a financial literacy class. Um, even when I was in high school at the time, Tennessee didn't have that. And um, now back like in 2017, they signed the new bill. 
uh, to change that. But still, there's still problems with that mm -hmm. where the teach now it's required, but the teachers don't have to don't know anything about right. it. And that's the thing. There's there's social studies teachers that come out and complain like. I don't know anything about what I'm trying to teach. Jeez, yeah. And so like if the teachers don't know nothing about it, it'll be hard. It's, it's impossible. It. Yeah. You can't teach it to the kids. So there's a lot that goes into it, even for the states that now have it regulated. So um, I, I definitely, you know, want to, uh, I definitely want to like change that, you know, first these teachers have to learn about it more too, and then get it, go down to, go down to these kids that need to know about it. Uh, growing up, so I mean, there's a there's there's definitely a lot that goes Dang, into that. The future looks bright for the Patriots at the looks state bright, house, man. man. We're gonna see, we'll see Jawan at the state house getting financial literacy bills and stuff passed, man. <laughs> nah, definitely. What was the biggest adjustment you had to go through coming to from Vanderbilt now being in the NFL? I mean, the biggest adjustment would definitely be you know being a professional about everything, mm -hmm. and you know, I'm, I mean, in college, you don't worry about really taking care of your body like mm -hmm. you you supposed to, or You're ripping learning. and running. Yeah, <laughs> ripping and run, learning the end, and also like learning the ins and outs of the game. Like I find it more, I find it more like the NFL is a lot more mental. The speed mm -hmm. of the game is a lot faster, of course. I mean, I say like the physicality. You don't do the same thing in co like college. You can get, you can take a hit and. You won't get fined or anything. Mm -hmm. You just get. I mean, now you get a hit, you get fined. Like I'm already, you already know. I'm already in the hole. <laughs> I'm already in the hole. Twelve thousand for a fine. So it's like, I mean, it's definitely more. It's definitely a lot more mental. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a lot more mental because, like, I mean, in college you're kind of just using your God-given ability, mm -hmm. really. And at once, once you get to the league, everybody has his God-given mm -hmm. ability. And so, like, now you gotta really like hone in mentally on. Mentally is what's going to get you a, mm -hmm. a step above this next person. You feel me? So that's what that's what I'll say is the biggest difference. Now, did you have any rookie moments like being here where like maybe Bill got on you, your position coach, or just or like even it, like talking to a certain player? Yeah, like any moments. Like, where I remember just when like, Tom introduced himself to me when I was a rookie. I was like, oh, so Tom Brady. That was the funniest thing was uh, I forgot. Uh, it was like the first day. It was like a day before OTAs came in, and we were doing like. Something outside, we had to be on our like our uniforms or something like that in the stadium. And I came in to use the bathroom, and um, Tom, it was just Tom in the locker room. And I see the back of Tom's head, and I'm like, "That's Tom Brady." And I'm like, "This is like, like." And so I'm like, "Wow, I'm not gonna go walk up and say nothing to him because I don't want to be a fanboy." So I'm just, I'm at the bathroom, come out, I go check out, I should go check my phone, and he he just walks up out of nowhere, he just walks up to me. And he like starts reaching out his hand. I'm like, bro, he's coming to shake my hand. Like this is like, <laughs> and so like he's like, he's like, hey, what's your name? And then uh, I was like, Juwan. And he was like, how I'm Tom. And I was like, I know who you are, Tom. <laughs> like you've been playing this game since I was born. Like it was, and that's the craziest part was like, I think of like what's his twentieth year. I'm learning how to tie my shoe. This dude is still learning di different defenses and you know like and. I'm learning how to talk and this dude is still here like like and his, his shoulder pads are older than me so it's like it's like just li like listening to him and like that was probably my biggest moment um my biggest rookie moment coming in was just meeting him for the first time that was definitely a dope experience uh, have you been homesick at all being you're from nashville it's a little warmer <laughs> yeah. in nashville being up here it's just starting to get cold but have you had those homesick moments where like i, I just miss being yeah it's definitely different i mean especially for me coming out of college and being in nashville you, my yeah. whole life yeah um it's definitely it's definitely i'm i'm dealing with like adults now like y'all y'all adults <laughs> i can't after practice i can't hit y'all up like hey, always what say that what y'all trying to do y'all trying to chill y'all be like 
bro, I got a wife and kid. Like, y'all, man, I ain't trying to fool with you, bro. Like, so I'd be sitting at home by myself playing video games and stuff like I do. Like, again, I don't got no wife, no kids. You, cook? no. you cooking? No, nah, but Pat's going to teach me during the off-season okay. how to cook. So I normally okay. just bring food home from the facility. That's a smart then, though. Yeah, get with Pat. Like, Pat be cooking. He saved 90%. He ain't paying for the food. He's going to get nothing. He's doing it right. He's doing it right. But, it, I mean, it is real. I remember my rookie year was the same way I got on the team. And it was a lot of older dudes. And I was like, dang, like, what am I going to do with my day? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you start rookies. playing video games and start doing, like, other stuff. Because even if you hang out with the rookie, like, you're not going to do it every yeah, day. Yeah, you're not going to do like, that Like, you got to still yeah. wake up and go to practice and all of that. So it is a big adjustment. And then, Why y'all think I've seen the Joker full time? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> especially for this guy. He playing on one of the oldest secondaries yeah, in the league. Yeah. So it's a bunch of 30-year-olds in y'all there. Y'all awesome over here. And it's funny because when, when Jawan got drafted here, one of his high school coaches that I know mm. had texted me. So, like, when Jawan was in high school, like, I'm right there at the Titans, like, you know what I mean? And it makes when he got there, I was like, dang, I'm kind of old. Like, <laughs> he was right there in Nashville, you know what I mean? I was at Father Ryan working out in the summer and all of that. I remember when he was in high school talking to uh, the coach, um, talking about you. Phil, yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah, it, and it, what's crazy was, like, co- uh, like, Coach Phillips would always, like, tell me about you and, you know, all that stuff. I mean, I will always cheer you. I knew you because I was the biggest Titans fan. I remember we talked so, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I would always cheer you. I would always cheer you on, man. Sorry for you all pick Titans or fans everywhere. <laughs> But, um, so yeah, it, I mean, it was definitely like, and I definitely look at those moments and just be like, man, like I'm really around some old heads. Cause like I'm in <laughs> high school and these dudes still in the league doing it. Like, I just look at my talent level and what I looked like in high school. I found my old like sophomore year highlights. Uh-huh. And then like, I'm looking at them like, bro, like I suck. <laughs> like, but like, I'm looking at how I played and y'all are on this level doing this while I'm still there. And I'm like, now I'm finally here. It's just such a. It's such a like a moment just to like sit back and think about like wow I'm really here no doubt. And y'all still here that's and dope. It's, it's sky's the limit for you yeah. guys getting a chance to watch this guy in practice every day from training camp till now how much better he's gotten and just how competitive he is I'm excited I'm excited that's what for I, this I would say him and Nikhil yes irritate the other <laughs> side of the ball more yes. than any players <laughs> at practice whether it's him blocking somebody on the punt on punt return. Or like jamming somebody up on offense, or Nikhil blocking in the corner, or like I'm to <laughs> those two guys. Work. I didn't know I could make Slater that mad. That, that exactly. Was it. <laughs> yeah. Those are two of our most competitive guys, as our young guys. So it's gonna be exciting uh, to watch those guys for the future. What you got going on? In, man, speaking of colleges, Rutgers, Shiano interview back at Rutgers. There's a chance that GS might be back. Before uh, you get to that, Rutgers, 52 point underdogs this week against Ohio State. Give me the spread, baby. I want it. I want all the smoke. Mm. I like him to lose by 50, not 52. Mm. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not even watching But Shannon's coming yeah. back to Rutgers. You heard it here first. Okay. Well, we, I didn't talk to him, so, so don't, 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 don't write it as, like, I, I know a source. I'm just telling you, I know. What is I know. He, where has he been at this year? He, been, he was going to be our D coordinator. Then yeah, he took some time he, off. Yeah. He's just chilling with the fam, man. He did it right. Waiting on his Rutgers he job, baby. His Rutgers job. Mm. Would you rather coach the Pats or Rutgers? <laughs> Rutgers. I just, last time I, last time I heard his name was when he was in the, uh, Tennessee. Um, when Tennessee yeah. was looking to get him and all that stuff. And, all. and so look that at was Tennessee a now. Yeah, I mean, that's they true. I wish they had him. That's true. Now, did y'all see at the Raptors game, there was a little kid at the game with his mom. He was holding up a big sign that said, Pascal, will you date my mom? Is this now playoff P? Is this playoff P? Y'all okay with this? Like, 
you a little kid, you go to the game, and your mom got you holding up a sign Well, one of the players date date your mom. What age did it seem like he was around? He was probably like, he might have been double digits. He might have been like 10. Ooh. I don't it, like it. Good. If I was his, if I was his dad, if I was still in the picture, I would feel I'll feel some type of way. <laughs> like, I'll feel, like, what's up, son? He you might know? have been eight or nine now that I look at it, but whatever. <laughs> he had big sign and did she pass, pointed did, to it like did that. Did he see it? I don't know. I just I just saw. You know how social media is. That's why I saw it. But. If she was really gonna do it right, you gotta put your Instagram underneath. Facts. Mm. Just so he put your info there. just so he got a chance <laughs> that if he just so happened to be single and want to reach out, he know where to reach you. At. Yeah. Don't make them have to track you down at the game. True. Yeah. NCAA strikes again. Chase Young is now suspended uh, from Ohio State, saying it'll likely oh, wow. be maybe four games, maybe two games. Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot of talk. But then we always, then we always talk about NCAA is a joke. James yeah. Wiseman in Memphis Scam. has been deemed likely ineligible. So, like, the truth of the matter is the NCAA cannot stop you from playing. They can suggest only your university can deem you ineligible and take you off the field or the court. The NCAA can suggest that you're ineligible, but it's up to the university. So Memphis has took a stand and said, nah, he's not ineligible. We're not taking him off the court. So will that make everything they do this year or not? It could, but there's no – he hasn't – he's been deemed likely ineligible. He hasn't been deemed ineligible. So – they still have to go to court and investigate and all of that. And Memphis is saying, while y'all doing all of that, we not we not we gonna go we gonna go play. We ball. got the number one player in the country. So yeah. like fast forward, they win the NCAA championship. He's deemed ineligible. It wipes it all out. But, I would rather take that. I'd but take if he's that. not, yeah. if he's found, you know what I mean. Because all you can do is take away a banner. It's exactly. just crazy though because they're saying Penny Hardaway. Well, Penny moved his family from Nashville. Um, when he was uh, after his sophomore year, he went to Ensworth High School. Mm-hmm. Yep. My dog knows about all these schools. Went to Ensworth High School his freshman and sophomore year. Then ended up playing for Penny's um, AAU team, mm-hmm. and then moved to Memphis to go to um, East. I believe it's called East High School in Memphis. His junior and senior year, but Penny was not coaching for Memphis or on the red. But he was deemed a booster because he donated one million dollars to Memphis back in two thousand and eight. So the thing is, with these rules, when does your booster credibility run up? Is it after 10 years? If they you, don't have that answer. So that's, what I'm, so that's where all the discrepancy comes into play of, like, whether this is right or wrong. And I mean, is it even legal to pay for a kid to go to, to re, uh, relocate and play at a different high school? Why isn't it? I don't know. I'm it's asking. Not, I don't think so. He's what an if, amateur. Well, you, you, but I'm just saying, you grew, say you grew up with a, a, a girl that you were cool with. You haven't talked to her in years. Next thing you know, she reaches out to you. She has a son who's a really good football player. You have well, let's to say a male friend. I have to say no to the Well, whatever. <laughs> okay. Whatever. And he reaches out to you for help with relocation because he wants to send his son to a different school. That makes sense. And you do so. You bring him to, say you're living in Jersey post-football, you bring him to Jersey because he wants to move up there and he wants to attend the high school that you attended when you were growing up. So then just so happens you end up coaching that high school. Seems a little, I mean, illegal, but I mean, it. I guess it works. And then with the chase, I still agree the NCAA is a joke because all of this had already happened. They could have been found yeah. out. Yeah. They could have did all that. They let the man play one game, he scores 28 points, looks as dominant as you thought he was going to look, and then you're like, oh, he's likely ineligible. Kudos to Memphis for saying, NCAA, yeah, yeah. you suck. We're going to play him. 
even if he doesn't say like let's say he doesn't play like in Memphis, you know, rules him ineligible now. Do you feel like he's still going to go number one in number the draft? One. Yeah. Definitely, no yeah. one draft stop will not be will it not be effective. NCAA is fine with this because they're like, let him play. He's going to make us more money yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. In the Chase Young situation, I mean, got money alone to be able yeah, to pay for his girlfriend to come see him play. I mean, God forbid a loved one comes to watch you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Play. Chris Carter let go at Fox. Yeah. Couldn't find the details though. They said he was supposedly suspended. Then they brought in someone else to do so. Um, weird, just weird, you know, Hall of Fame guy, um, obviously big personality, um, but weird to see him lose his job, you know, famous so. for, uh, make sure you get you a fall guy. Who'd you get Norma Tech comeback of the week? You're going to like this story. Andrew Jones, uh, Texas point guard, shooting guard, combo kind of guard, do it all. Two years ago, 2017, he was averaging 15.3 points a game. And he, was, uh, he found out he was diagnosed with leukemia. Um, and I don't know if you guys saw this when he found out uh, his Texas teammates played in an emotional game where they held up his uh, jersey and everything. Oh, I did um, see that. And then last year, he actually returned for two games, but not really looking like himself. Um, so he sat out all the 17, came back a so little bit. So sat out 18. two years total. He, he played Almost. two games in 18, yeah. but um, he finally feels like he's fully recovered. He goes out there against Northern Colorado, scores 20 points. Looking like the player he kind of looked like back in 2017, comeback player of the year. I mean, of the week. I just think it's an awesome story to see. You know, leukemia diagnosed. I know it's ran through his head to never play basketball again. You know, is he gonna live? Like everything. And to see this guy as a young kid come back um, and play basketball and still have some years in front of him because of the uh, the diagnosis. So um, I'm excited to see him go. I think it's a great story for college basketball. And for all people who just see stories and overcoming uh, adversity. Exactly. That's what it's all about. Exactly. Lost. Who, well, I'm going to go with who won the weekend. Uh, won the week, won the weekend. I'm going to go with Cat, man. Oh, yeah, Kaepernick. Yeah, he got a workout coming up mm-hmm. in Atlanta, I believe, yeah. where uh, teams can come. All 32 teams invited. All 32 teams invited to see him work out, see him do his thing <laughs> on the field, and also conduct an interview where he'll present himself. I mean, because we all, I mean, Anybody that's watched football for the last, you could say, decade that's watched this guy play, understand that there's no way that he shouldn't be in the league. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday, you go out there and you turn the TV on and you watch games and you watch some quarterbacks in the league, not my quarterback, I got Tom Brady, but some quarterbacks in the league that stink. So, I mean, Cap deserves a shot. So hopefully this and, is... And, and there's footage of this. So he's going to have footage of the workout and the interview. So... Um, let's not go crazy if all 32 teams don't show up, which they should. They'll also have access to all the footage and be able to review it and make a decision. Yeah, so that's dope. Maybe yeah. this is a comeback that we've yeah. all been waiting for to see. It could be um, Norma Tech comeback of the week next week. Easily would be that. I think it would be great for everybody involved, for Cap, the league, players. Like, Fans, everyone yeah, wants to sure. see this. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it would be great. Who lost the weekend? Sorry, but it was Disney. Um, Disney Plus. No, I mean, but they're a part of Disney, so it, it's Disney. <laughs> um, Disney Plus was supposed to launch for months now. They had a countdown on the website. I mean, you name it, they had it, and it crashes first day. Not what the people wanted to see, not what the people wanted to go through. Um, but I have faith in Disney. Like I said, I have the app. The kids were just watching Aladdin. Did they upstairs. give a reason why they crashed? Probably just uh, overload. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking because it was very like I mean I saw it today once it once it you know it was launched, everywhere everybody was talking about it and you know like if you're a sports fan 
ESPN is Disney. So you saw Adam Schefter tweeting about it. You saw the different people that work at ESPN. So like, I mean, Disney was hitting you on all levels. Like yeah. I don't, I seen grown men was all waiting for some uh, one of the movies to be able to watch on there, and I didn't really know what the movie was, but like they were ready. And what's the last Avengers? Is that Endgame? Yeah. Endgame. Yeah. That was the last one that everybody went crazy. I think yeah. so. Well, I'm about to watch that. It's on the app. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see that. Question. Question. Side question. You y'all pay for cable? Yeah. Like full on cable now? Y'all don't go like 100% internet TV? Nah, that's too much work for mm -hmm. me. Really? Yeah. I mean, I still got my Apple TV and all of that. But mm -hmm. you got cable TV? No, 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 no. I don't pay for cable. I'm a. I'm 90 percent ain't yeah. paying for no cable so what do you got at home well i use i mean i use netflix hulu i have a jailbroken fire stick so i mean um that literally that's how i get all my live sports that's all i get everything that everything that i need you know to watch especially i mean we don't watch i don't watch tv as much anyways yeah. i don't got time to but once like if there's a live game or something known i just use my little jailbroken fire stick watch what i watch what i need to watch the game watch what i need to watch I mean, and then if I need to watch something on Netflix or Hulu, um, pick out from there. But, I mean, outside of that. But y'all got kids and stuff. See, but so I can't know. do that because of me, though. I watch all TV shows. Like, when I go back upstairs, I'm going to watch a million little things that comes on. <laughs> a million <laughs> little things. A million little things. Yeah, there you yeah go. get that out. This Is Us comes on NBA. Like, I, I oh, yeah. This is When does that come out? That's it's been out. out. See, it's been cause, out. Because you don't want to pay for cable. Missing. You the new season. It's been, been out. out. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah you out here missing Jack, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm missing it then. What <laughs> else I got? Before, before we get out of here, man, more than an athlete this week, uh, our fellow teammate Kyle Van Noy mm -hmm. um, had an uh, event last night, uh, a little gala right at the stadium supporting uh, foster kids. Obviously, if anybody that doesn't know Kyle's story, uh, was adopted at a young age. Uh, adopted to a great family and obviously has uh, accomplished a, a ton and now uses his time to give back and help uh, those who are in the same situation. Not only does he do this event, this event raises money for his Christmas event, which he gives away toys, Christmas trees, ornaments, uh, the whole nine. So uh, between Kyle and his wife, Marissa, they do a ton uh, around foster care and adoption of just making sure families and kids are in the right situation in the right places. So shout out to KV uh, if, doing the same. If you want to check that out, Kyle Van Oy, uh, ValorFoundation.org. Yep. All the information. Oh, I said Kyle. I meant VanoyValorFoundation.org. VanoyValorFoundation.org. That's why I do all of the, the uh, announcements and stuff. Thank you, though. <laughs> that is. Uh, reminder. I'm just here for entertainment. Yep. Reminder before we get out of here, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, whatever you need. And you tell your mama, we made it. You can find it. Make sure when you do that, you subscribe. All you have to do is search double coverage with the McCordy Twins. And, and ask, click subscribe. That's how you subscribe. You click it. Thank you. Before we get out as well, thank you to our partners, Boston Medical Center, Embrace Kids Foundation, and Norma Tech Recovery System. And a special thanks to Juwan for showing up and coming me. to conquer appreciate the basement. See you guys next week. Nashville, stand up, baby! Yep.